one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Friends, Romans, diddlers. It's that time once again. You've opened your presents. You're sick of your family. Wait for the new year to kick off. What better time, what better place than sitting down and listening to us give you the definitive culties of the year 2023. Beautiful. Fantastic. In my head, I could hear that. (laughs) I noticed that as you were giving that lovely monologue, I noticed Joel just reached over and turned you up slightly. I've really got to hear this. Like, I really can't wait to hear what Matthew's got to say. It was beautiful. Wow, he's spitting. Mm. Literally. It's a poor microphone. So... (laughs) This is Jack, this is Ross, this is Matthew. What we're going to do is we're going to go through the list of the awards. This man's going to pick something. This man's going to pick something. I'm going to be the decider. We're going to see what happens. Mm. See who we're going to annoy and see who people go, aha, I knew those lads had good taste. So hope you sat down and ready for the first award, the most underrated. Do the lean. 2022's winner, Chad Gable. Oh. Very deserving, I thought. Aged well. It did. Yes, he has. That's what clean living will do for you. <laughs> and so, what do we have from yourself, Jack? I'm starting off with, this is a tricky one. We always have to make the, I always go through like five picks when I'm choosing these and then think, no, no, they're just underutilized, not underrated. So I've gone for someone who's been utilized, but hasn't enjoyed as bright a spotlight as they perhaps deserved. I've gone for Athena the current Ring of Honor women's champion. Um, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say at this stage, as we sit here in December, that she's kind of carrying the entire <laughs> Ring of Honor brand. Um, most Ring of Honor names like Eddie Kingston, Claudia Castagnoli, and Samoa Joe are primarily AEW wrestlers. Even Eddie Kingston, who's the current Ring of Honor world champion, as we record this. And others like Dot and Castle don't really get given enough of a sustained spotlight, nor does the promotion as a whole, really. Athena's been maybe the most consistent bright spot of the promotion or the brand. Uh, she had a great match with Willow Nightingale earlier this year, which deservedly main event of the pay-per-view it was on. Um, it also followed Claudio versus Pac, which isn't an easy task at all. But actually, I think I actually preferred the Athena-Willow Nightingale match to that one. Part of that was because I was quite annoyed that Pac didn't win. But I still enjoyed their main event. It was very good. Um, now she's doing this kind of Ted DiBiase-Virgil-style feud with Billy Starks. And I think... It hasn't happened at the time of recording yet, but I think they're set to headline Final Battle, maybe. They're definitely a big featured match on Final Battle, but I don't see her mentioned as much as she should be, given how good she is and how many years she's been good for Athena. She's always, for many years now, been one of like the best women's wrestlers in probably the world and doesn't really get the recognition she deserves, I feel. So Athena, formerly Ember Moon. I forgot how good this bit was for everyone doing their little speeches and putting things oh, together. Yeah. But it is good. It brings out the best in everybody, I think. I've got more <laughs> thorough notes for some than others, though. <laughs> That's fine. Uh. No, but you are right, though, in a way. Like, Athena, wait, how can they be underrated when they're at the top of the ring of honor on a card? But that might as well be, you know, nothing I know. at this point. Uh, we're a wrestling podcast. Uh, no, we don't watch ring of honor regularly. Sorry. Them's e- the breaks. Ever? Ever? Ever, ever, ever. There's enough wrestlers, isn't there? Ross, what have you got for us? Uh, As Jack mentioned, there was comes down to the underrated and underutilized debate. But my pick this year has got to be fitting for both of those terms because he's underutilized because he's never used on TV, which then in turn means he's underappreciated by the masses who won't have seen him do his stuff. 
on the big stage. Only fans of NXT and Impact Wrestling will know what this guy is all about. I don't understand it. He's as good as wrestler as all the bland, flippy lads. But then he's got the charisma, which makes him better than all the bland, flippy lads. He's the sort of performer where if they booked him right, he could be the biggest heel or the biggest baby face. He's got that sort of kavorka about him. Um, It's Cameron Grimes. He's had... Eight mm. televised main roster matches since going to the main roster in April. One of those was the Slim Jim Battle Royal that LA Knight won at WrestleMania, and he's lost his last five on the bounce when he's been used. But we watch NXT. We saw how good he can be when he's put in the right role. As I say, as a heel or a babyface, he's equally as likable as he is detestable. I just think he needs to be both utilized more and just, just yeah, just use him more. So Cameron Grimes for this year. It's criminal what's happening to him. Yeah, it's it used to be the joke that people would want to stay in NXT because go the main roster would kill them, and you go, no, that hasn't been the thing for years, and then we get this because mm. nostalgia sells. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we love him on the show because we love NXT. Yeah. So obviously, the one wrestling brand that matters gets stuffed Ring of Honor. Hmm, <laughs> that's a tough one because at the same time, I haven't seen Athena do the Ring of Honor stuff. So that's a really good way of being underrated. The feud of, with uh, Billy uh, Starks is getting raved about. So they put a big yeah. like omnibus on YouTube, like four hours or something. Oh, like, like Emmerdale. <laughs> I, w- I was going to say, having heard Ross's pick, I do prefer his to mine because <laughs> Athena right at the tail end of the year has started getting a bit of recognition for what she's been doing. Damn it. Which is Oh, wait, she's getting some praise. Yeah. I can't like that then. Yeah. Hmm. Just because we've lived with him, we've seen him grow. We saw those amazing stuff he did with The Rock and The Gardening. And Ted DiBiase, who's still under investigation, so we should be regular <laughs> continuously on this podcast. Merry Christmas, That's Ted. And again, Ted DiBiase. <laughs> I, right. I compared him. I, wow. If you had a penny for every time you got mentioned, you yeah. might be able to... No, you won't. He, st- he stole loads of money. Um, so I'm not going to mention Dina, not because it's a bad pick or anything else like that. It's just because I would sound like a fake fan. People are like, all right, what's your favorite thing she's done? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd be that type of person to give an award to somebody just to look cool and relevant. So When Ross said Grimes there, I was like, damn it. That's yeah. a good pick. Cameron Grimes, because I agree with it. Cameron Grimes, because we've seen how good he is. And Cameron Grimes, because... Oof. What's he done? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. What's happened to him? I don't know. I don't know. They also I made him really know. serious when he was really good in the sort of semi or fully comedic role yeah. as well. Mm. Right. So, my little picks, well, I put question marks here, because you're right, it is a tough one, isn't it? Uh, I put maybe Thea Hale or Andre Chase, if they count. Um, I thought really half of NXT can be listed here, as we are 70% of the viewership. <laughs> and I said it's hard to underrate people in AEW because everyone's got a title or an OnlyFans account. So oh, I decided, after much zing. consideration, Daddy Magic, the ah. living cartoon, <laughs> able to commentate and procrastinate. Yeah, um, that's a good And just be good at both. Uh, Half-year winner, Joe Gacy. It was Joe Gacy. We said last wow. year. Wow. We said last year's winner of Chad Gable aged well. Gacy's. <sighs> if we had an award for the worst gimmick, it would have to be his current gimmick, whatever it is. He's wacky. Is he? I don't know. <laughs> He's unpredictable. He stole a bell. <clears throat> he likes Vic Joseph. Mm-hmm. He's, he's Robin Th- Thicke after Blurred Lines. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a shout. Oh, my anyway, word. Anyway, moving swiftly on. So, well done, Cameron Grimes. At least you won something this year, eh? Up the Grimes. Yes. Next award, please. Whoa. Most improved. How do we do it? Most improved. Last year's win. Oh, very deserved winner. WWE's on-screen product. Mm. That's mm. right. I was fuming with that. Really? I think I was a Ross pick, and I was fuming. Sounds contrived and bollocks. Like, oh, yeah. good. <laughs> and what have you got for us this year? Uh, this year, it's purely a wrestler from an in-ring standpoint because his gimmick used to be that he was wank, and he was just so wank, you'd expect people to just win against him very easily. Now he's going toe-to-toe in really good matches against like of Dragon Lee. There was a recent like really solid TV match against Randy Orton. Among others, his time with the North American Championship in NXT made him cut longer promos, which again was much improved from last year but primarily the in-ring stuff he's just it can just it's night and day from last year it's big dom mm. dirty dom good pick dirty dom yeah dirty not much dom. more to add to that yeah it's been yeah. a weird thing saying oh there's dom having a proper match and it, dragon lee match just yeah. happened um there were bits there where dragon lee's like oh no don't worry dom the re- during general has you here <laughs> don't worry mate you're in safe hands here <laughs> young rookie so yeah good pick mate mm. thank you jack what you got uh, my pick's kind of the opposite of Ross's because it's Ross mentioned there that it's it's like the in-ring stuff particularly. Also his promo as well, but like 
Dom's night and day from what he was in the ring now. Mine's more the outside of the ring stuff because it's someone I think's always been a fantastic wrestler. But um, someone who is was already good and has now become excellent. So it's not someone crap who's now all right. It's someone who was already good and is now pure mint. Uh, it's Swerve Strickland. Mm. Um, mm. Not in terms of his in-ring ability necessarily. He's always been good. But his move, uh, sorry, the, his presence, his charisma. Um, again, he's always been charismatic, but now I think there's more of a focus. And, and he's proven why, I think he said in an interview with Chris Van Vliet, it was that he wants to be the first black AEW world champion. And I don't think, given his current run of form, anyone could disagree that he should be. He should be a world champion in AEW. So uh, it's, a, it's a weird pick because he was already good, but Swerve Strickland. I hadn't thought of the award like that. Like guys who are good then turn great. It's always you always think of it. Yeah, you always think of it guys who are a bit eh, and then got actually genuinely good. But yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Shane Strickland with the Shane Strickland kill shot. Ba bang. (laughs) (laughs) The best. It was Bruce Pritchard sent the fresh paint of coat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from good to ooh, I like that idea. Uh, Damn it. Damn it. I'm gonna say that I swerve when I drive. Okay. Because yeah, I agree. He's he's just had a wash, got himself all spruced up, had a brush of his hair, and suddenly he's amazing. It's weird. He's not done that much different to himself. No. Suddenly, so much more improved as a a complete package. It's weird that obviously AEW is often rightly criticized for pushing someone and then just discarding them. But the one person I think you can say that they've definitely improved is is Swerve Strickland or allowed him to improve. Yeah. Yeah, good pick. ones I had. I put Tiff Strats if she counts because it still feels like she just got here but she's really good. Uh, Luke Jacobs because he's mint. Um, Leon Slater but I mean we can't put him down every year <laughs> but he is getting better every year so stop it. You're being awkward. I heard that he was a little bit nasty at the last North event. To you? No, no I wasn't there. I heard he was nasty to his best friend man like Doris. I'm glad you told me that mate. That would have been really I embarrassing for all of us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I put Tony Storm turning timeless and escaping the yeah. outcast. Oh. That, was, that was nearly my pick yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also Ivar the Viking as a tag guy, he couldn't get ignored. As a singles, I love him. So <laughs> He's not called Ivar the Viking. That's, that's what I've got written down here. Ivar. Who's Ivar? Makes the Viking. Like, oh, that Ivar. Like not a, Ivar the Postman. Like a kid's cartoon character. The cousin of Yvonne of the Yukon. <laughs> <laughs> The half-year winner, Delightful Hudson. Mm. Oh, he's, he's kept it up, hasn't he? Big he has, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But shame Chase, you haven't here. Uh, oh. Shocking, that. Remains to be seen. Shocking. Well, we'll move on. We'll get litigated. Uh, to the next category of most charismatic. Wow. <laughs> is this any sound effects now? <laughs> the winner of last year's award. Oh, of course it is. 2022, Ricky Starks. Mm. I mean... Mm. Easy, isn't it? Yep. Jack, who have you got? I found this one really difficult because there was various. And I was obviously sorely tempted to pick CM Punk, but I couldn't bring myself to do it because he was actually absent for a lot of the year. Um, but I really wanted Why to. Why was he doing? Well, <laughs> um, so instead, I've gone for MJF, who proved that he had far more versatility than I thought this year. And I, I know his character didn't really change all that much when he turned face uh, in terms of like he was still a dick. But he did have to harness the popularity of the crowd without losing his edge. And I think that's quite a fine tightrope to walk. And he managed to do it. Uh, Started the year as a heel. Then there was that pseudo face turn where we all thought he's still going to turn on Adam Cole, probably. Then an actual face when he didn't turn on Adam Cole. And, and now he's just a face. I think he's a really unique mic presence in wrestling at the minute. Kind of a, I've, call, I've called him like a self-aware attitude era face. Do you know in the attitude era, all the faces were kind of dicks as well. Uh, just not as much as the heels. He's kind of that, but it's it's very knowing. And I think that um, until that point, I just thought he was a very, very good heel on the mic, but he's actually proven that he's a bit more versatile than I thought. So I'm Jeff. Yeah, well said. Very agreeable points there. Ross, what have you got? Uh, I've gone Swerve Strickland, me. Ah. I've, for the longest time on the podcast, I've always saying he's the dog's bollocks. He's got everything about him, all the charisma and stuff, the backstage promos, his extracurricular activities with the rap music and whatnot. But then in that match against Hangman, what are you laughing at? The rap the music. Rap, you the know, rap, you know, the, the rap singers. The raps, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, during that match with Hangman, it, that was the moment they sort of like, came into my head when trying to think of this award winner uh, when he starts stapling himself with a crimson mask oh, on his yes. face. Just that that aura, that Kavorka. Um, so, yeah, he had it all before. Then that moment there just pushed him over the edge. So, Swerve Strickland for me this could year. He, 
Could he be a double Coldy? What an honour if he does. He wouldn't be the first. Oh. There was someone last year, but I can't remember who it was. I think one year. Sami Zayn it was. I think one year mm. Becky Lynch might have won too. Probably 2019, got to be. Yeah, maybe. And she, it on she still lockdown. talks about it. She's got the, the golden <laughs> culties in her mum's house. She's got some Becky 2 culties. That was a... That's right. A Becky 2 cults. Yeah. Yes, and they censored on the USA Network. They didn't understand. <laughs> Bastards. That's really hard. Because at the same time, I don't want to give these lads who are both... Definitely don't message me on Facebook. Um, too much credit. Uh, we'll get Swerve messages you on Facebook. Well, well, after I say you're the best, you know, <laughs> I'm hanging out my lips. Jesus, sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> but uh, we can't give Swerve all these things because it's nice to don't spread the cookies around. Don't no, but at the same time, Swerve's obviously been at that level of popularity and he's been great and everything. He's only really picked up to that level near the second half of the year, maybe like the last quarter, you might say, of the last third. MGF's been mega over since the start of the year. So if we're talking overall 2023, which is an annual award, that's what the word means. I have to go with MGF because there's been so many dynamites and rampages and collisions you've watched where the crowd's been at this level. Hey, whatever. Oh, another announcement. Ooh, another title. And then... And the pops. you like being almost like the Attitude Era, as mm. you said, because it's like, yay! So I think MGF's popularity and his charisma has been um, helping AEW go through whatever weird waters they've been going through thanks to CM Punk. So after Sam Jeff. Fair enough. I can't believe you've given him that award after that one week where he wasn't as good as he normally is. <laughs> that one week. <laughs> I remember. Mm. In terms of, but that's it. He's he's had a few stinkers. Like I said, very amazing promo. Just that one week. Been a few. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even that match. Even that, that awful, awful main event he had, the pay-per-view. Crowd is still going nuts. They yeah. were louder for that than they were anything else. Mm. Like he is the biggest draw they've probably got right now for AEW. In, term, in terms of just listening to the crowd react, mm. yeah, that's what I base it off. So yeah, so I, I can't say no to that. Uh, I just put the only other person I could possibly put for this would be Sami Zayn yeah. for Elimination Chamber and the Saudi shows alone. I uh, put. Not even CM can touch him, which does mean that Scar is better than Punk. I, I, <laughs> but, yeah. I, I an honourable mention for LA Knight, and I'm shocked that oh. Austin didn't pick LA Knight. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, of course. Oh, you fool. You fool. Oh. How do we not do that? I feel like he's been simmering the second half of the year, though. Yeah. Simmering. Yeah. He was full on cooking in the spring, mm. and now he's simmering mm. in the autumn. Not his fault. No. That's no. the way he's used, isn't mm. it? <sighs> oh, the winner of the half year, Sami Zayn. Yeah. Right. What a year that man's had. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, bad. Not not bad. Eh? Get better. Uh, best non-wrestler. Twenty twenty two's winner. William Regal. Oh, very, oh, oh, oh. very deserving. It was he was good. It's the raging pervert. And uh, Jamie's Man not really mask. done much since. Really, just yeah. I miss quiet. him. On the mm. screen. Well, it's, it's his thingy comes up to an end, doesn't it, in the end of 2023, that he can't be on TV? I forgot about that. Thank Ooh. you for clause in his contract, whatever it was. Didn't mean to sound like him there. Oh, <laughs> you did. Uh, is it awkward between him and CM Punk now back in WWE? Ooh. Yes. Was it Punk or was it Dax who called him a stooge? <laughs> Vin, you're Vince Stooge. I think it was Punk reported, but <sighs> those lizards are going to give him the side eye. Yeah. It's the only way they can look, isn't it? The side of their head. <laughs> Ross, <laughs> what have you got for us? Nigel McGuinness. Oh. Uh, we already knew how good he was from his time in NXT, but over in NXT, he was more subdued and professional and only really got excited and out of his seat like the crescendo of a main event match after 17 kickouts. Am I right, Matthew? Uh, Johnny Gargano and that, that sort of era. Uh, but over in AEW, he's just a proper gimmick. Uh, he's laid it on thick like your grand does with a jam on the toast and that, you know what I mean? Uh, his monologues on Danielson are a highlight every single time he's on commentary. Clam digger. Uh, hopefully he eventually gets that match that he's, he's obviously hoping for. Yeah. Uh, obviously when he's commentating on Christian. I've called it here, it's like from the back catalogue of Bobby the Brain, which some people might say is a bit overkill, but you know what I'm trying to say there. It's from that sort of ilk, isn't it? And obviously he saves collision most weeks having to sit next to Kevin Kelly. Oh, <laughs> oh that poor son. <laughs> Yeah, Nigel. It's a different sort of Nigel that we've never seen on. Well, I've never seen on commentary before this year. Yeah, mate, you've been running rings around Tazlink Sarab on the pay per view where they could only get in the bare essentials. So it's like, no, because I'm doing the silly stuff and the serious stuff, and you guys have to keep up. They're like, oh, okay, lads. <laughs> Jack, it's going to have to be good. Um, it's an it's another AEW pick, and for a promotion that we spent quite a lot of the year criticizing, they they still do a lot of good stuff. It's worth remembering. I think one of those is Don Callis. Mm. Who, um, Ooh, that is a good pick. I've put here, there's not many funnier things in wrestling than a man in his 50s or 60s being a campy slapstick villain. <laughs> and I've mentioned Bobby the Brain Heenan, 
second mention there, William Regal, Paul Heyman, and Don Callis. You know when they do like, they just do classic like Eric Morecambe stuff where they've like, well, like a reaction or something. And Don Callis is brilliant at that. I think he's one of the purest heels in wrestling probably at the minute. Um, I remember at Wembley being shocked and almost vibrated out of my seat by his horrible theme That's music. A wonderful thing to listen <laughs> yeah. to in person, isn't it? You can picture that in an airport on the mas- on massage chairs. Just put that on the background. <laughs> fall asleep, it you? was terrifying live, though. <laughs> on big speakers and that, I was scared. Yeah. I remember turning to Pierce going, what's that? And he was like, that's Don Callis' theme music. <laughs> theme music. Um, I think he's done well. I don't think that everything involving his family's angle has been good, but a lot of it has, and I think he's been a big reason for it by just being so easy to boo. So Don Callis. Oh, oh. Mm. I'm gonna go with Nigel McGuinness because he's also down as somebody nominated for that. Because yeah, been amazing on commentary, been a breath of fresh air. He's done everything he should be doing. He's multitasking. He is, mm. and yeah, everything you just said, bloody hell, yeah. And I do. I also agree with you too. That I hope he gets his match. Yeah. yeah. Do you imagine that at Wembley? That's got to be what he's angling for. Do you see the shape he was in? He put up a, yeah. a topless selfie around Wembley time, as if to be like. That was that was supposed to be private. It had William <laughs> Regal sweating, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, scrummy, scrummy. Yeah, Nigel McGuinness, thank you very much, mate. Yeah. Uh, I had Prince Nana. Oh. Uh, I put, <laughs> as best non-wrestler, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> well, for the... He run those rubs <laughs> like nobody else Absolutely. did. Absolutely, save the day. <laughs> uh, and I put Michael Cole. Yeah. Ah. He's been so fun to listen to since assuming the JR role of relaxed veteran. Him and Wade are terrific, and him and Graves are pretty all right as well. Yeah. And uh, when, they're, when they're good calling the action, the good uh, let you know what's happening, and the good just beating up the other one. Could it be because Vince isn't being screaming in his ear? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. So, good picks, though. Shout out to Pierce as well. Big Adam Pierce. He was near He was my oh, backup. Yeah. 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 Winner of the half year award, Samantha Irwin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Fantastic. Best gimmick. How are you? <laughs> 2022. We should explain for all your listeners. We've got a slideshow in the background here of the award categories, and that's the transition noise for each, each slide. On yeah, the that's outlet. on the computer. If you're still in the it's not us doing it. Um, 2022's winner, Honorary Oos Sami Zayn. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. mate. Uh, what have you got for us this year, Jack? Probably the noise we make whenever the slide changes. That's the best gimmick. Um, I've gone for Christian Cage mocker of wrestlers with dead fathers Um, but not just because of that I think his general character has been probably the most enjoyable thing I've ever the thing I've most enjoyed in his whole career probably Um, in ring he's been good as well but his character work's been unbelievable and it's not even been overly complicated and I think that's the beauty of it all he does is just be a massive hypocrite so he Stops. He doesn't like his daughter holding his belt because she didn't win that belt. And he says that while he's not actually the champion at the time. And it's just stuff like that. But he says it with such conviction and with such a straight face that it's hilarious. Really enjoyed the most recent one promo with um, Adam Copeland where you think he's going to do that. Like, I've got one thing to say to you, Adam. I know you were raised by a single mother. And I just want to say, I'm sorry. And you're like, oh, <laughs> you, you horrible arsehole. And when he ran away from Copeland in the tag match, that was really funny because of how quick and far he ran. <laughs> so, Christian Cage. It's a good pick. Yeah, it's been <coughs> one of my MVPs of A-Dub this year, absolutely. What have you got, Ross? Uh, I just want everyone around the table to spread them cheeks and go... No, you've not. It's the ass-eaters of A-Dub. No, you've it's not. not. No, it's you not, haven't. Really, oh, not. thank God. <laughs> Christian Cage, father of the year. Yeah. I've got the same way. Yeah. you dead ass. <laughs> just to add on to what Jack was saying, just the patriarch is a fantastic name. His renaming of Luchasaurus as Killswitch was great. And then calling Killswitch Luchasaurus again after he renamed him. Just that classic. Just a dead name. Him. Hypocritical stuff. Where Satya, interestingly, on the morning of the Dynamite where the Von Erics are in town. And oh, I've never been oh, more... Oh, no. I've never been more anticipated for a my segment uh, than Christian Cage. And the Iron Claws just come out <laughs> yeah. as well. It's a sensitive time. <laughs> so yeah, no pressure, Christian tonight. I'm sure he'll have done something horrible. But yeah, Christian Cage mm. has been fantastic. Ah, <sighs> well, the other the other nominees are dead then because well done, Christian. <laughs> well, who Clean would you sweep. Have, who have you got? I had. Uh, I put still Dom, the winner of the half year. Yeah. Uh, Dom, yeah, fair. Dom, to be honest, love the little bastard. Um, not being as hot and. Uh, in terms of doing stuff in the second half, sure, but he's got all the heat of a just microwave against his pasty. 
the best dom since Diamond. So <laughs> that's a deep cut there. Well done, Matthew. And that's the only one I had, really. Yeah. I Just had, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. I had tweener Drew McIntyre. But yeah. He's not a tweener oh, anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, no, he still is. Mm. Uh, oh, at the time of the recording. He's injured Sami Zayn. He's put him in the medical facility. He shouldn't have. He talked about his family? He did talk about his family. <laughs> hey, well, we're not getting this again. Uh, so thank you very much. Thanks, Christian. That's the noise I do when I'm trying to remember where we are. Yo, listen it's up, the here's a story. That was meant to be on. It's time for... There we go. More oh, no, it's wrong. Feud of the year. I thought this was the new one, Tag Team. I thought we were doing the, the Tag Team. No, oh, it's Joe. Feud, then it's Tag Team. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, it's Feud, then it's Tag Team. That's what it says here. What? We can't just skip down you, right? That's a printing error. On don't have part. to do it. Is, no, is there a slide for the new one? It's yeah. there. Oh, well, we'll do feud first, I guess. Sorry, yeah. that, that's my fault. <laughs> We're following instructions on no, the paper. I wrote the order down wrong, I think. Feud of the Year 2022 was MGF versus CM Punk. Ah, that seemed like a really good idea sure. at the time, didn't it? It was really good, it though. It was good. It was. What have you got for us, Ross? It's even though the booking since WrestleMania has proven that it should have gone Cody's way because <laughs> we've just been sort of going for the second half of the year. It's still the first half of the year, especially the bloodline versus whoever. Uh, I just echo everything I said in the half year video. Uh, the angle that got a tag team title match to a WrestleMania main event for the first time and the crowd were hooked. Uh, it created a main event out with Jay Uso. Uh, as I say, it was all going so well up until the Cody stuff. Maybe even Sammy could have won it as well. Um, but yeah, Roman, it, it just... The thing that just makes it sour is obviously what they did with Jimmy. That didn't age well at all. It just didn't make much sense. And obviously, Roman's matches now just are the same thing every time. That's the negative stuff. But I still think it's been the biggest angle in wrestling this year. Yeah, I agree. Even mm. with the negatives and stuff like that, uh, they're still printing money because of this. And it, again, maybe the second half, not though maybe about it, the second half was nowhere near as good. No. But the first half was so good. Yeah. Oh. So, Jack, what have you got for us? Mine's a risky one because it's only been recent. It's not like it's not taken up a lot of time this year, but I've gone for Hangman versus Swerve. Mm. Um, everyone, obviously, I think the Texas death match has become most people's, it'll be in everyone's like top five matches of the year at least. Um, but also, I really like the first match as well. I think the Texas death match has overshadowed it quite a lot, but the first match was really good. I remember thinking, oh, um, this, this is like the first sign that Swerve's like on a next level. Um, Hangman's been really good in it as well. I think because Swerve's won both the matches and has like kind of been the more cheered one, even though he broke into Hangman's house. Um, <laughs> I think it threatens to overshadow what Hangman's done, but he's played his role really, really well as well. Um, and yeah, just two of the best matches of the year. And um, I think they've, they're kind of made for each other. And I, I'm glad that they've kind of put it on the back burner for now, but I'd love for them to revisit it next year. Mm. If they haven't by the time of this video going out. Yeah. Damn, that's tough. Because like it is, it's like the best thing the first half of the year versus the best thing about the second half of the year in terms of feuds. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because I'm thinking about all those great moments, the WrestleMania matches, Elimination Chamber, the, the sorry tag match, and then you think like, oh, but SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oh, Roman's showing up whenever he wants. Okay, great. Oh, his matches are exactly the same now. Oh. I would say the bloom's off the rose. But... It's fallen. Petal yeah. by petal. <laughs> so, strike while the iron's hot. And it'd be good to give a double culty. Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Adam Page. Hey. And just because, you know what? Furious. Because of people... <sighs> yes, people's reactions to that was, I can't believe people were bleeding. I'm just especially the lads who were writing for about ECW when it was around and saw all that violence and suddenly <laughs> like, oh, I'm in disbelief, good sir. All this shocking violence in front of me. All I can think is that how much specifically me and Matthew have kind of consistently criticized AW this year and they're clean enough. No, like I said, no, no. <laughs> the, the good bits are good. The, the good bits, bits are, good. are bad. That's it. Yeah. Damn. Well, uh. Stan. Well, I am a Stan. <laughs> <certain wrestlers, laughs> but not for this. Uh, my uh, nominations were. It's Swerve versus Unpaid, yep. Uh, Gunther versus Gable. Okay. Um, Starks versus Punk and then Danielson. Yeah. Uh, and Ian Riccoboni versus his friends on Discord. <laughs> what, uh, Well, they, they were like, print screen, bunch of stuff. He goes, oh, that's what Ian's been saying about, like, Kevin Kelly. Oh. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, thanks, lads. Cheers. Um, um, but yeah, the half-year winner was the Bloodline versus Sami Zayn, in brackets, and Kevin Owens. Again, one of the best things that we've ever done, but, oh, well, that was six months ago. I've got some honors. <laughs> 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. If you want. Oh, so, go ahead. Um, Omega versus Osprey, also two of, the, two of my favorite matches of the year so far. And Kento Miyahara versus Katiko Nakajima in Noah and then in All Japan. Um, I mentioned it very briefly on the last podcast we recorded. Basically, Nakajima's left Noah. He, That's right. And he's turned up in Miyahara's promotion where he's like the top dog and he's become the champion and he's gone. I thought, we were, I thought you were going to be the champion, mate. You're not even the champion. He's been a great heel. Yeah, so. but how old is he? Nakajima? Yeah. He must be in his 40s, right? Oh, he's been around longer than you think, hasn't he? He's yeah. one of those like Ibushi guys who looks way younger than he actually is. Yeah. I reckon he's probably in his mid-30s. Should I no check? No way. Please check. That's really like <laughs> that young up-and-comer. I'm like, no, bollocks. I remember reading about him when I was a kid. Well, he's now the Triple Crown champion, not the not the the Continental Classic one. Um, don't worry. I don't think anyone's confusing those ones <laughs> right no. now. Um, he is 35 years old. No, he isn't. And the culty four older than you think he is goes to... <laughs> Matthew, the old bastard, <laughs> dressed as Ned Flanders today for a special occasion. Um, wow. All right. Now we'll talk about uh, Japanese wrestlers. We'll move on. The tag team of what? the year. Yeah, we realized, look at the awards. Sorry. The one of the last podcast you already brought. I don't know what's happened. Oh, I thought I'd, I think I just swiped the back of your chair oh. there, but it was an accident. Ooh. Yeah, tell the insurance. Do it again, daddy. <laughs> so, yeah, we realized looking at this going, hang on, to our abject horror, we don't have a tag team of the year. Yeah, there was other awards we mentioned on a previous culties that we said we're going to do, and I can't remember what they were. So apologies if we did promise them. Remind us down below what Mm. they were. Yeah. And we'll do them next. We'll ignore them for six months. (laughs) So the tag team of the year, what have you got for us, Jack? So when I was trying to think of this one, I thought, was this actually even a good year for tag teams? There's no standout for me like this Are year. You the same, yeah. Really? There's a couple, I've got one clear one. There's but, two okay. or three on the same pantheon, mm. same, same level. Okay. If this was one of Ross's tier lists, I'd say there was probably several in Lovely, 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 yeah. but none in, what's the top one? The best. The best. Makes sense. Um, <laughs> I've gone for FTR. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they've had a good year, but I just, I think it's it's been, a, well, I was going to say it's been a step down from their 2022, but like, I don't know if any team could have matched what they did in 2022. Right. It was an unbelievable year. Um, this year they've had the the big Wembley match with the Young Bucks, which I didn't enjoy as much as I thought I was going to, but it was still good. And they've had um, that feud with Bullet Club Gold, yep. which actually turned out to be far better than anyone thought. And was kind of the making of Bullet Club Gold a little bit as well. Um, they had that match that randomly went nearly an hour on TV, but in a good way. Mm. People didn't get bored of it. Well, that was during Punk's run as Collision Head. Mm. <laughs> um and yeah, I, but like I say, I, like Ross, I, I, I struggle to pick them because I don't think there's been a standout team either, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're picking FDR by default. Yeah. Be good. 
FTR. <laughs> yeah. uh, they started. They okay. were doing. They were doing bits in New Japan at the start of the year, which I completely forgot about. Mm. Uh, the match with I think the thing that made them just edge above Kevin and Sammy. That was my other one on that sort of level. Um, was the match with Juice and Jay White on Collision, yeah. which was in running for match of the year. Uh, as Jack mentioned, the, the one with the books at Wembley was it was good, but it, you know it, I don't know what made it felt a bit flat compared to what maybe the books. Yeah, probably the books. Uh, the stuff with the guns was decent too this year. Dak. Yep. Oh, the guns. Ah. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, guns, guns plural. Guns plural. Guns Sorry. singular, bad. Guns yeah. plural tag team. Naughty Cash Wheeler specifically. Uh, Dax stopped his podcast in April. Uh, that's another good thing for them this year. Thank you, good point. It's not, the, it's not been their best year, but I still think of the proper bona fide tag teams that have been the best. Kevin and Sammy, and I think MJF and uh, Adam Cole were the other two who were in the running, but I think FTR have just gone... Just that little bit higher. Wow. Okay. It's not. It hasn't been the best year for tag team no. wrestling. Yeah. I've noticed like, a lot of the internet cool kids on Twitter mention the tag team astronauts, Abe and Nomura, and I looked at how many great matches they've had this year, and it's a fair few. But I think their run of greatness has been spread over the past few years, rather than them having like a belt at 2023. I could yeah. be wrong though. But I, well, look out for astronauts, everyone. Yeah. We should just call. Thank you. We should just call them the, the FTR. Of, I'll tell you, if you want to take Kevin and uh, Sammy or Cole and MJF as my pick and then pick from FTR and those No, two. I'm picking FTR. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's FTR. Yeah. I nearly but went for Sammy and Kev as well. I'm surprised fair. that of all the people to give awards for best wrestling, that not a single one of you voted for what I thought was my pick, oh. the obvious one, the Creed. Oh, yeah. They've been, been amazing NXT. Yeah. They've been the people I've pointed at and going, no, 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 NXT is only slightly wank. Here the times when it's not <laughs> been stupid. When, no, when the old firm aren't um, trying to trick the, the, the Italian mafia with tape recordings and all the other stuff that happened <laughs> bloody year. God, what was that about? Um, we'll go, look, the Creed's, the amazing cage match mm. they had, um, the main roster, the kicking ass. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be doing loads of great stuff in They'll win it next year. Watch. Yeah. Watch, oh, you t- watch. You know, I think they'll have already won it by the time we put this out. What, nah. the tag team titles? Yeah. Oh. No, a bit premature, I think they will. I think. Yeah. Have they not Do got they? a title match no. setter? Mm, with Judgment Day, haven't they? Yeah. Nah, I can't win them the first time. Oh, sure. Make a statement, You've seen The Matrix, you. right? You don't win it the first time. <laughs> the but Matrix? Yeah. 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 He does lose the first. Yeah, okay, fair exactly. enough. Exactly. So, uh, wow. Okay, yeah, FDR, well done. The shock of everybody <laughs> watching. Wow, who'd have thought? But it's annoying, though, isn't it? Damn it, you're so good. You're, yeah. Yeah, even mm. when you're not as good, you're still very yeah. good. It's like, ooh, golfer of the year. Ah, oh, it's Tiger Woods again. <laughs> All right, cool. So, show of the year. <laughs> Transition noise. <laughs> uh, 2022's was AEW X New Japan Pro Wrestling. That means they're dating. Uh, Forbidden Door. Mm, wow, to, to shock of no one again. Uh, what have you got for us this year, though? Is it Ross first? Is it me it first? It is Ross first. Uh, shout out to WrestleMania Saturday. Uh, that was the one with Angelo Flatten and Braun and that, that tag team thing that had no right to be as good as it was. Ray and Dom, Rhea and Charlotte, Shane McMahon's injury, and mm. Owens and Zayn in the main event. But my show of the year is still, I think, the same one as the half year, Revolution. Mm. I don't think anything's come. To topple that one, that's the one with MJF defeating Brian Danielson in the greatest Iron Man match of all time, in my opinion. Uh, The Guns winning a four-way tag team match. Wardlow and Samoa Joe, which was short, but all right. Hangman defeated John Moxley by submission. Jamie Hayter defeated Soraya. Uh, The House of Black were on there. Jungle Boy defeated Christian Cage in one of the moments of the year of wrestling. Mm -hmm. The final burial match with the coffin that dropped. Oh, Um, yeah. And then Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho is on there as well. So, yeah, it's still revolution for me. Yeah, it's probably... it's debatably the best show AW's done this year. So, yeah, it's an easy pick there. Jack? Au contraire, because I've gone for Wrestle Dream, or as Tony Khan called it on the pre-show, Wrestle Dream! Um, <laughs> which, even though I've, I've really lost a lot of enthusiasm for AW week to week and the booking and the storylines and stuff, their biggest strength is still their pay-per-views. Like they're knocking out the park pretty much every time. Uh, but Wrestle Dream had Brian versus Axie Jr., which is one of my favorite matches of the year, um, Swerve versus Hangman won, and the main event of Christian versus Darby Allen in two out of three falls, which was horrible and terrifying, but also really good. Um, and then I looked at the <clears> undercard, and it was pretty strong as well. Not as big as those three big matches, but FTR versus Aussie Open, Kingston versus Shibata, uh, the Don Callis family versus Jericho and the Golden Lovers, I think was more fun than a lot of people were worried it was going to be. Um, but 
it, it was one where I, I had a lot of picks and I wasn't sure which one to go for. But I've gone for Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream. I thought you were going to go for, for Forbidden Door, to be honest with you. I'm surprised you've gone with Wrestle Dream. I don't Dream. even think that's in my honorable mentions, is it? Really? I should maybe Anderson Okada, mm-hmm. Osprey Omega, mm-hmm. Storm Nightingale, blah, 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 oh, yes. blah, 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 stuff. Punk Kojima, Lariat, Lariat. <laughs> Um, I was going to say MJF Tanahashi. That wasn't a good match. That was the uh, opener, wasn't it? Yeah. Oof, God. Should have closed. Oh. And uh, so you're picking that one. Okay. Um, and that goes, I'm going to have to go with Revolution, mm. which is also the winner of the half year. Because, yeah, what a bloody show. It was nice, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> I'm still, just because I watch it with mates, even when I was recovering from long COVID, uh, WrestleMania night one. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. My eyes half open. My friend's going, yeah, surrounded by Doritos. Oh. <laughs> the only thing that let it down was bloody John Cena, but then that game was down to him not being able to do as much as he used to, apparently. Mm. Allegedly. Even though he put over... It was really... Because f- we're sat here the week of the Iron Claw coming out just to peel the curtain back some more. He did more for MJF <laughs> standing next to him <laughs> than he did for Austin Theory. And and, and the Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> the Burberry. Yeah. Um... His match with Solo Sokoa was way better than the Austin Theory. I really yeah. enjoyed the Solo one. Yeah. Um, I also had Backlash in Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. Big, yeah. Just the, the crowd elevated that so much. Uh, all in for t- in terms of scale. Mm. Mm. Uh, and being there. And Sakura Genesis was probably New Japan's best show of the year. A lovely. Right. I also put that, that uh, TNA show that we were at. <laughs> oh, in oh, yeah. North's show was good. Thunderstruck. That's it, yeah. Very good as well. Other good shows to promote. Was all out good? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was, but I think we're all just like hung over a bit from the week before. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Lots yeah. of good wrestling. But well done, AEW Revolution. Yeah. Stay revolting. And now we'll go to the very, very prestigious match of the year. Match of the year. 2022, Gunther versus Sheamus. Clash at the castle. Mm. Clash was the name. Sorry, the noise they made when they hit each other. That's what Bret Hart's seat noise made when he put it up and left. <laughs> Get out. Oh, yeah, he didn't like it, he did he? Did, didn't he? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> so, what have you got for us, Jack? Um, I'm worried that I'll have clashed with Ross on this one. I've gone for Gunter versus Seamus versus Drew. You have. Before I talk about it, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> Call the police. Should I, should I do a backup? Go on, then. Um, I'll pick... I was going to pick either of the Osprey Omegas, but I'll actually pick Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. for my backup. Because I think it was a really clever match because it was obviously very technically intricate and very good, but they managed... I've seen really technically intricate matches before that have been impressive, but also kind of boring. They did a good job of doing loads of intricate stuff, but being very like clear about what they were doing to the crowd. You could get invested about the game of one-upmanship and everything. Um, but... My real picks, the triple threat, obviously. It's just class. Yeah, my other honourable mention was the uh, the Iron Man between Danielson and MJF, but still those two, the Gunter. I see title win at WrestleMania, well, the ret- retention, retention at WrestleMania. Yep. And uh, yeah, those were the two standouts for me this year. And obviously Swerving and, and Hangman will be a, maybe the third place. Mm. Yeah, what what do we even picks. say about it as a match? I mean, it wasn't just hard hitting. It was all those matches where it was a great story because it's like, yeah, Shim's like, I really want this title. And Drew's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Sorry, friend. It was the genesis of Drew being a dick, wasn't it? Yeah. Even though he was a justified dick. He's like, yeah, he doesn't have any divine right to be that champion. Yeah. I want to be here as well. And just the crowd being so into it, like, come on, Seamus, we be... And then just Drew pull him out, going, oh, you dick. He's like, what? <laughs> I want... I'm here too. You're like, oh, yeah, just a very human uh, based little feud there. Mm. But then went a bit weird because you can't really do a feud of the year or anything else like that because then Drew was off TV for a bit. That mysterious is he, isn't he? Thing he's still going through, to be honest with you. Not long after that WrestleMania, we, me, Ross, and Tom did a like a World Cup, like a tournament bracket kind of thing for the best WrestleMania matches of all time. And me and Ross kept voting that <laughs> match through. It was being like classic WrestleMania yeah. matches. And Tom was going like, maybe we should go for the other one. And me and Ross were like, no, I think nah. we're just still, still too excited about it. But I think it's, I think it'll age really well. Hey, yeah. Nothing being excited about wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I'll put Reigns versus Sami Zayn as honorable mention. Yeah. The Nation Chamber. Flair versus Ripley at WrestleMania. Mm. It's all WrestleMania matches. Jeez. Uso versus Owens and Sami Zayn. WrestleMania. FTR, Jay White and Juice Robinson. The first one they had. And Joe versus Punk. Yeah, really good. I, yeah. I thought it was the best match of the show. Loved it. I think Joe hasn't looked any better. It's clear now that they were running off a bit of adrenaline. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Eddie beating Claudio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get stuffed, Claudio, you stink. That and, Punk uh, Joe match was rated like three and a half stars by Meltzer. And, uh, How many? Uh, like three, three and a half. Oh like three. God. It was definitely under four. We had to keep his stars in reserve for all those, you know, Osprey matches that came and went. <laughs> it was, that so. match was, they were so relaxed. Like they were so, it was just two old pros, wasn't yeah. it? Having a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, didn't love it as much though as Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew, which was the semi match of the year as well. Yeah. Mm. All the awards. Very deserved. Well done, lads. Uh, Next award. Ooh. Iranu. Cool. Match is just being done. Promotion of the year. Sorry. 2022, Dub Dub E. That's a stand up for Vince. <laughs> what have we got now, Triple Ross? Triple H, actually. Uh, I want you to pretend I've got a graph. The X axis, sorry, the X axis is yep. the month of the year. So we're going along. Yeah, yeah. The Y axis is how good the show is. Why? Yeah, started SmackDown, proper on top of the rest of the world, I thought, in terms of the weekly shows. But that's gone down and down and down as the air's got on. Raw, it's been up and down like a what, Matthew? Your catchphrase from the podcast? You know what you want to say, don't you? Been up and down like a... Hose draws. Correct, oh. Matthew. Thank you very much. <laughs> AEW, if we get to the summer, they were definitely on top, especially with Collision, those halcyon CM Punk days of Collision. That was the best weekly show. So my pick for promotion of the year is this graph but taking the average reading all the way through the air. Who's got the average read? No peaks and drops. Who's just being like that all the You're way through? You're being mean. Yeah, aye. The mean, aye. It's NXT. And people will say, you're taking the piss, Ross. But honestly, and I'll go back to the point again, the hybrid of the silly bollocks that we all loved from the 90s and the 80s, coupled with the creeds, mellow, Trick Willie's journey recently. Uh, other things. I don't know how Tiff where. Strats. Tiffy Strats. Lyra Valkyria, oh, by God. Um, it's just been, as again, the mean. I think other ones have been up and down, but that's been the... And again, people don't watch it and they'll just say, Ross, you're taking the piss. But I'm not. I'm legitimately not. It's been my favourite. That's why I love you, Ross. This yeah. is all genuine. <laughs> been my favourite promotion of the year so far. It's had less. It's had a few drops, but they've been silly. And they've been funny. Like, come Tuesday, going around for Sassafras sausages. Um, but, yeah, it, it just, as a mean, again, <laughs> go back to that graph. That's how I've worked this one out. If, you, if you're if you not happy with it, I'll, I'll fight you somewhere. Their pay-per-views, <laughs> I think they've all delivered this yeah. year. They have all. Even they've all like, stood and delivered. Right, even... Very good. Yeah, <laughs> I just got that. Um, even the Great American Bash, which was their weakest one, still had some good stuff on the show. It was like yeah. a complete dud, so... I mean, like, you are right. Even if you're just watching the big shows, you get a lot of... Bang for your book. Entertaining commentary. Yeah, big time. I realise... That's just not true at all. No, no, it is. I didn't say good. It's entertaining commentary, though. I do realise... This guy. On this podcast... I don't know anybody's name. We've made NXT a laughing stock. And obviously, because when you come to pick serious awards like this, people go, well, you're not being serious, are you? But I really am this year. Wow. They have become their final form, NXT. Oh. We have given NXT the award before. <laughs> yeah, it's won before. <laughs> yeah. But that was more of a bander one, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but now you've been 100% it means serious. It this time, yeah. Okay. Jack, what have you got for us? So I really struggled because I wanted to do another cool pick. Like last year, I nominated Stardom, and uh, I felt really cool. Don't do that. But Stardom have actually had quite a difficult year this year because of injuries. And I think changes in management or something's been going on over there. Uh, it's not been a particularly standout year for any of the cool Japanese promotions, really, unfortunately. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so I've had to go for WWE. Uh, I'm standing up for WWE, you might say. Yeah. Um, first half of the year, I think, was characterized by Triple H making really unique and clever pay-per-views, whether it's through excellent matches on certain pay-per-views, like WrestleMania Night 1, or location like Puerto Rico, like London for Money in the Bank as well. And then I think things did dip around SummerSlam when no one was really happy with that main event. But then the just the absolute balls on him and Nick Khan to bring in CM Punk, which they didn't need to do because they're making loads of money anyway. I think that's a that's a move that was like a total risk and it could all backfire. But as we sit here at the time of recording in December, the 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 response to that has been massive and even though his promos have been a bit too happy <laughs> um the storyline potential that punk just being there brings like it could go in so many different directions so overall I, i've got to give it a wwe even though it goes against 
my wish to be one of those cool Twitter kids. I'm just <laughs> not. I love that you aspire to be. Yeah, yeah, I want to be them. Like, never mind the fact that you're re- renowned and recognized by so many thousands yeah, and thousands I, of people yeah. who think you are a cool in that kid. I'm not one of the <laughs> You'd cool You'd rather be a dude kids. who's got like an anime profile pic on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> it's so funny to me. <laughs> Bless you, mate. But when you're right, you're right. Look, we'll say, like I said before, when it's good, it's good. It's bad, it's bad. We've both the debate has been very consistently entertaining this year. The Bloodline stuff was amazing before it wasn't, sure. But then we've had stuff like, like I said, Gunther's ascension to the throne. Uh, the Alpha Academy, every single bloody week, uh, doing good stuff. Our troop just showing up, getting a pop of the night. <laughs> Everything's been perfectly set up. It's been very well put together, apart from maybe the SmackDown women's scene, but it can't be mm. perfect. Yeah, it's WWE by far. Too many happy memories, too many great shows, too many uh, backlash in Puerto Rico, as you were saying. Elimination Chamber, which you mentioned several times already. Um, but yeah, War Games happened. They drew more mm. people for War Games at Survivor Series without Roman Reigns, the World Heavyweight Uwu Champion, and drew more people at that arena than they did at WrestleMania 22. Did they? Really? Yeah. Uh, bloody hell. So they're kicking it. I'm enjoying the product. I'm enjoying what this is. Not always something I've said. Feels Generally wrong, speaking. It? Yeah, it's like, oh, that's not right. But no, yeah. it is. Well, like we support, said, like, like supporting Man City. Like <laughs> supporting Man U. It's even worse. Oh, uh, yeah, you're from the 90s, aren't you? Yes, that's right. I'm stuck in the 90s. I hate my new. Um, yeah, WWE, by far. I'd say I'd even put Raw over SmackDown. Yeah. Currently, yeah. I think so as well. Yeah, by far. I enjoy watching it. There's lots of little bits of recap. But I think I used to get annoyed at when I was a younger, smarkier lad. But now you go and watch 80 Dub, and you're like, who's, what? what's happening? Mm. No, don't watch Ring of Honor or Being the Elite <laughs> or Being Dark Order or... or <laughs> Being QT Marshall or whatever bloody shows on there. No, let me just tell me what's happening. Raw shows you what's happening. There's this value package. There's this. This person's doing this. Fantastic. Bangers with Bronson Reed. Ivar the Viking. That's his full name. Don't at me. Ray Ripley. Like one of the best wrestlers of the year. It's done now, practically. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Very. She had the match with Charlotte and that other one. That and then, yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and that other one. Oh, it was a big. <laughs> was it Raquel? One of the Raquel ones? I can't remember who it was now. Yeah, there that was go. good. Yeah. It was someone she had a good match with. A lot of the internet cool kids said that CMLL have had a good year, but I didn't watch enough of it to know. Oh, there we go. Good Couldn't for pretend. them. We put, yeah, we, uh, next year, or oh, next time we do this, uh, we should do like internet cool kid of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> the contrarian <laughs> award goes yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the award we're given to make us look cool. <laughs> oh, CMML. Yeah, we watch it every week, mate. To be honest, I'm, I, I, watching it for matches of the month, my podcast that I do. I've realised that maybe I just don't like Lucha Libre. Is that sacrilegious? Is that well? There's different types of Lucha Libre. I don't course. like your your classic high flying, no selling Lucha Libre very much. But uh, you like big fat old men brawling? Why I? Because AAA, get that down, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'll I'll switch sides in my yes, allegiance. Cross the line. So Dub Dub B, that little up and coming <laughs> mom and pop wrestling company. Look, it's been good. Yeah, yeah, that's so got this. Let's see how good they're doing. Yeah, the, a lot of people will agree with that. It's one for two, year, two years in a row. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fight against the machine. What was the half-year one? Dub Dub Oh, my God. <laughs> no, nothing was, nothing A-Dub could have done to, like, beat. Uh, at that point, when the Bloodline thing was still hot. If there's one comment of us being shills for either promotion shills. this year, I will f- hunt you down. Yeah, and look at who's won. I know. I'm, right. I'm worried now when I said, you know when you think of a sentence you've said and you worry you said the wrong name? When I said Boom. the balls on Triple H and Nick Khan for... Bringing Sam Punkin. Did I say Tony Khan? No, we would have. Pointed, no, you said Nick. Yeah, I said noticed Nick. that. Okay, cool. Oh, has Jack just confirmed the secret thing we're not supposed to talk about? <laughs> Damn it! But now, the biggest culty of them all, wrestler of the year. Fantastic. Last year's winner, Dax Harwood. Mm. <laughs> no, he had a class. Oh, you laughing? <laughs> he did have a very good twenty twenty-two, didn't he? He's having like lots of singles <laughs> matches as well, as we said. So. Ross, what have you got? Uh, I've come with a list. It's Brian Danielson for me. The 60-man Iron Man against MJF at Revolution. Okada at Forbidden Door. The strap match with one working arm against Ricky Starks. The Texas death against Ricky Starks. Wrestle Dream against Zack Sabre Jr. There was a match on collision with Kyle Fletcher, which I remember, for the yep. Dragon Sleeper finisher, which was also fantastic. Mm. The TNT title match against Christian, uh, which went 25 minutes and 13 seconds, by God. Uh, the Continental Classic Blue League match against Eddie Kingston, the story told like, no, don't hurt his Brian. And he hurt him anyway. Uh, and I've got to mention the fines as well. Throw that in there, why not? <laughs> but yeah, the list of matches, there you go. That's all I've got to say. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah. It's a good one. What have you got? The longer that list went, the less faith I had in my faith. <laughs> oh, go on. I wasn't going to win anyway because I'm once again picking Will Ospreay for rest of the week, <laughs> which I knew wasn't going to. But at least Danielson's had an, a banger of a year. I will mention some of the things uh, Osprey's done. Uh, the feud with Omega, first and foremost, two of the best, or two of my favorite matches of the year uh, at Wrestle Kingdom and then at Forbidden Door. I liked how those matches weren't totally back and forth, we're so even, which is the match you would expect Osprey and Omega to have and it annoy half the people watching it. Instead, Omega dominated the first one, Osprey dominated the second one. So I think that's a bit more of a compelling story. It makes me more keen to see uh, a rubber match. Uh, also, where are we? Oh, yeah. Uh, great matches in RevPro with younger names like Luke Jacobs, who you mentioned, and Leon Slater, who you mentioned as well, mm -hmm. and another installment in his rivalry with Shingo Takagi, and then obviously the big marquee match with Jericho at Wembley, which again didn't fall into the trap that certain Osprey matches can of trying to do too much. Uh, that match played really well to a big stadium, I think, and Jericho tried his balls off as well. He really mm. tried. Um, in New Japan, he had a good G1 climax in a year where... It didn't seem to be quite as stacked with good matches as previous editions of the G1, but I guess that helped his matches stand out more with Naito, Okada, and El Fantasma as well. But, um, like, Brian, but Brian Danielson. <laughs> what about that bloody Brian Danielson? Yeah. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Osprey's had some great matches this year, like the Omega match at AEW, um, and the Jericho match. I mm. thought that was the best match I saw of him this year. It's just I've seen so many of the matches this year where I've gone, I hate this. <laughs> right. I hate, why does he... He's selling his leg against Josh Alexander or Mike Bailey or whatever. And then he's like, oh, my leg, bruv, my leg. Oh, he's good, then. He's good. And he gets up, just does all his moves as normal. And you're like, I hate this. Nah, Danielson. Osprey's oh, yeah. done some good stuff. Danielson, not consistent, of course. He's only had 23 matches, but everything has been of the highest tier from promos to matches to shutting Soraya Knight down on X. Funeral <laughs> um, of MGF, turning heel, battering Okada. Drawing Starks multiple times as well. Like Lauren Hill doesn't show up very often, but when he does, it's always amazing. Wow. wow. So, Danielson. Yep, absolutely. My pick. Another AEW one. Another AEW. She'll stand up for Tony. Yeah. Uh, I also had as the Honorable Mentions. I'm sure you've got some as well. Uh, I Christian or Swerve. Yeah. Mm. Just, again, MVPs carrying AEW on their back. Gunther, making the IC title more powerful than the world title. But uh, the Gable feud, Sheamus feud, Drew feud, matches with Owens and Zayn, Braun Strowman in brackets, remember him. <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. I thought we'd just done that bit. We've done that bit. Rhea Ripley, Tiff Strats, mm. hardest worker on every big show she's put on. She died more than an old phone during the six way ladder <laughs> match at Stand and Deliver. <laughs> Had the best women's match of NXT this year against Lyra at Battleground. Mm. Uh, beat up Thea Hale at Great American Bash. Great series of Becky Lynch. Only shame is she hasn't beaten Becky yet. So I think mm. she does a very honourable mention there. Uh, any others you've got? Uh, just purely based on week to week, Chad Gable. I know he's not, not the big matches, one. but like if you're going to go take my graph analogy again, Chad Gable, just week to week. Yep, <laughs> terms of consistency, yeah. using that graph, yeah. I'd probably say it was more on the strength of the first half of his year, but Sami Zayn. Yeah. But um, that was kind of a combination of the latter half of 2022 and the first half of this year. But um, yeah, I... Can't argue with Jay, that, Jay Uso thing. as well. Mm. More pick. so that obviously he's stuffing with the bloodline than the matches themselves. Mm. But yeah, when the matches had the big matches happened, they were apart from one ending. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Wow. Wow. What a year. Half year was Sami Zayn. Right. Which mm. I probably said that earlier, sorry. But yeah. But obviously the real winner, like every year, are the fans. <laughs> yes, they are. What a great year it's been. <laughs> and we can't wait to look at this. In six months' time for the half year cult, these 2024, and go, bloody hell, what were we thinking, lads? Oh, yeah. I'm scared because think how in much. In general, or? Yeah, yeah. But also for the next half year awards, because think how much has changed. Punk will win them all. Punk will win them all. I can't wait. I've noticed. Best backstage fight. I've, a few times on recent podcast episodes, I've teased the idea of CM Punk winning the world title. And every time Ross has shut me down, instantly gone, he doesn't, he doesn't need the world title. I'm, I'm, I can't I'm wait on, to see. I'm on board with it now after this oh. week. Yeah, it's, it's the, 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 that's going to be the world title match, isn't it? Oh, 100%. He's winning the Rumble. Go on. He's going to WrestleMania, and he's winning the title. Oh. And then he'll turn heel afterwards. That's my big prediction of the year. I think so as well. That's my yeah. big prediction. <laughs> but I, it's going to be great. Or maybe it's just what I want to happen. Yeah, it's heart overhead, isn't it? Mm. But it all makes sense. It writes itself. The only thing No, it doesn't. We wrote it. It's the Colties. <laughs> 2023, we hope you had a bloody lovely year. 
This has been Jack. It's been Ross. It's been Matthew. It's been lovely Joel with a cigarette hat behind the camera. It's, um, the, it's the is it Laramie, Laramie cigarette from from the Simpsons? He hasn't just stuck a, a cigarette <laughs> on his head. No, I like uh, the, no. no. We'll, we'll call yeah, that see. It's a cigarette <laughs> on his head. He's one wearing, one cig. He's wearing one of those Australian outback hats, and they're dangling from <laughs> corks. It's one of those Rambo things, but it's just cigarettes <laughs> instead of bullets. Uh, yeah, agree, disagree. Of course, they disagree. Of course, right? <laughs> uh, let us know below, but make sure to like and subscribe as well. Thank you very much. Oh, we have a wonderful new year. Take care of yourselves. Bye, diddlers. Thank I'm doing you. the thing at the wrong time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.